If you've been told to pull up your socks, then make sure it's a pair of TNT socks. The TNT shop is now open at tntradio.live. You're with Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Welcome to Joseph Arthur's Technicolor Dreamcast. It's Saturday night where I am. I hope you're having a wonderful time wherever you are. In our crazy world lately, uh, the conversation about a spirit war, spiritual war, um, you hear it all the time now. Our consciousness is waking up, I think, to uh, the way evil is um, becoming more pronounced in our world. And, um, you know, from pop stars to doing what seems like demonic rituals to uh, breakdowns of films and whatnot, uh, you know, it seems pretty obvious that uh, evil is expanding its operation, if you will. And my next guest focuses on this subject a lot. His name is David Hevner. He is a seasoned Hollywood filmmaker who has written, directed, produced, and starred in over 50 motion pictures. He has directed such Hollywood greats as Academy Award winner and nominees, Martin Landau, wow, and Tony Curtis. I put Tony Curtis in one of my songs, actually, called The Movies, and many others. His movies have premiered on HBO, Showtime, and major TV networks throughout a career in Hollywood. David encountered victims of demonic attacks. We've heard of this. SRA, trafficking, programming, and the new age. Uh-oh, he's going to tell me I shouldn't do yoga, I bet. I will have to disagree. This experience led him into creating... David Hevner mini ministries and maybe a mini I think a mini series as well. He's here with us now. David, thanks for coming on the show. Welcome. How are you and where are you? You're in a hotel, you're remote, I guess. I am, Joseph. Thank you for having me on and I had a great introduction and uh hey, it's it's good to be in your psychedelic world. I feel like I'm back in the uh <laughs> late 60s early 70s. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, we get yeah. psychedelic here. Though. And uh, hopefully, yeah. yeah, you know, what's funny is, you know, who's that uh, minister? Oh, man, I'm going to space on his name. Derek uh, Prince. Is that his name? You know, Derek, Derek Prince. Prince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was talking about demonic, uh, you know, where demons um, enter from. And one, one thing he brought up was psychedelics. He's also no fan of yoga though he was a yogi um you're real interesting because this is kind of your realm you you think of uh the fact that our battle is with principalities and not with flesh and blood i really believe this too and i think it's really helpful to think of all aspects of um sort of you know emotion so-called or psychological disorders be it anger or fear or uh envy or, or the positive ones, grace, mercy, forgiveness, as entities that you can either kick out of the soul house of your life or invite in. Um, tell me what your perspective is on this. Wow, Joseph. Yeah, that's that's um, that's a loaded uh, a loaded statement and question. Uh, first of all, I, I want to touch on the thing that you touched on at the very beginning that there's an enlightenment coming about, an awareness. Uh, I'm going to call it God's wisdom. And it really is, you know, and a lot of people come up to me and go, David, oh, you mean now the, you know, the Republicans are going to win or the conservatives are going to win or whatever. I said, no, 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 but God doesn't have a political party. Okay. He's not a liberal. He's not a conservative. 
you know, what it is, is spiritually our eyes are being opened in what I believe mm -hmm. to be these last days. So what happens is we're seeing spiritually now. So you talk about Derek Prince. Um, I, I do this a lot on my show. I talk about the principalities, the powers in dark places. And that's why we're now seeing they're being exposed, not because someone's exposing them. It's because you and I are seeing them. And we're talking to other people and we're coming together as one and we're having these conversations and we're giving people information on, you know, uh, uh, what they are, uh, how to deal with them. So, yes, I deal a lot with uh, totally with demonic oppression, possession, um, attacks. Um, but one thing, Joseph, that you probably don't know about me other than making movies I was a social worker and I worked at a mental institution for years and I dealt with uh, behavior modification with the juveniles. And um, you touched on something very important about these different, they, they call them, they categorize them now into diseases like uh, DID or, you know, you, you got, you're going crazy, you got all these names, but really what these are is these are demonic attacks upon people and the uh, scientists, the medical world just gives them uh, medical names so they can feed them prescriptions, you know. So in my world of, of the, of, of mental health, I dealt with, uh, disassociative identity disorder, which is split personality. And I didn't realize until I came in this space about eight years ago that the, there's things called program multiples, which maybe we'll talk on later. But that that deals with demonic um, uh, attacks and oppression. So anyway, I probably answered your question and more than you asked for on that. Yeah. And you know what else is funny? Because um, I got yeah, you said a whole lot too. It sprung a lot to mind you know one being okay our consciousness is expanding so now we're being able to perceive evil but another interesting idea is that evil wants to be perceived because it's not really after our life it's after our souls and so in order to get our souls it needs us to be complicit in order for us to be complicit we have to see it and still go with it anyway and that we're seeing that card trick being played time and time again. And, and as far as the behavioral stuff goes, when you frame it like, oh, you have a, a disease or, you know, you're an angry person. Or when somebody says, I'm angry, rather than saying, no, I'm being visited by the spirit of anger. It's harder to contend with when your identity can latch onto it as if it's your you have psychological ownership over it. Whereas if you think of these things as entities and throughout our, the history of time, they used to think of it as entities that meant your identity was separate from it. So you could, you could observe it like a visiting force that you could try to kick out. And it, it wasn't this because people will protect these entities as their own. They identify with them. They think it's their personality. They think they have a right to uh these negative states and society of course will encourage them in that direction we live in outrage culture so it'll it'll sort of push the idea that you should be outraged and divide and conquer tactics are utilized this way as well absolutely you know um, when i was in mental health um we had a, a drug called thorazine that was the drug of choice back in the 
And and so many people were hopped up on pump with Thorazine that what it did, it numbed their mind, but it more did more than that, Joseph. What it did, it opened the door to allow these demons to come in. And so I saw people that, that were diagnosed with um, paranoid, manic depressive, uh, schizophrenia. And I saw that through the years taking this Thorazine drug of choice, that they developed a lot more conditions. And as they developed these conditions, this was back in the 70s, <laughs> the doctors had to come up with more names for them, right? And so what happens is people, just exactly what you said, people now believe that fear, anxiety is a part of them. In other words, it's my anxiety, it's my fear, it's my this, it's my that. No, it's not. It's outside of you. It's a separate entity that's coming against you. And if we can get people to understand that, that they don't have to embrace it, that it's not connected to them, it's an attack upon them, then we can get people to understand what it meant when Jesus said, these things shall follow. You will cast out demons, raise the dead, heal the sick, and preach the truth. But this is why the church doesn't really get it. Most of the churches don't get it. They don't understand mm -hmm. what you and I are talking about. And it's so weird because it's really simple. Like, you know, Jesus says, uh, my burden, you know, my burden is light or my burden is easy. My yoke is light. I'm not a Bible expert, but, you know, I read it here and there. And um, yeah. it really is. It's just forgiveness, <laughs> repentance, and then awareness. It's it's so simple. Why do you think people have such a hard time forgiving and repenting? It's, uh, I, I, you know, I talk to a lot of people about this and some people get really defensive um and it, it is a simple equation if you if you let go of all of the burden of resentment and you forgive yourself and by forgiving yourself you need to repent because that shame will stick around and you'll hate yourself deep down and just run around with like hedonistic activities endlessly scrolling on your phone to run away from it but it is really simple right it's a pretty simple math equation repent forgive and then just be aware and that's and you enter into the kingdom of heaven or peace and then god can do his work to heal you and and all you have to do is keep showing up I and mean, that's pretty much it right yeah, that's so simple. And, and the way you put it, Jesus said when he first got baptized, I'm going to paraphrase this, that repent, the kingdom of God is near. Um, the reason, Joseph, I don't think people want to repent is it, 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 they're admitting that there's something wrong with them. The church system, I call it the apostate church system, they are seeker friendly. They don't want to tell people to repent because they want people to feel like they're okay, right? They ripped out all the altars in churches. As a matter of fact, I do a, a Sunday show every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's based on repentance. And then it's based on forgiveness because of grace. You know, if anybody wants to catch that, they can always see it at davidhevener.tv and it's free. But so this is what I'm all about. I'm all about repentance when I'm preaching, uh, which is most of the time. And that's not what people want to hear. They don't want to hear, hey, that means there's something wrong. They know it doesn't. Repenting means to turn away from, means to quit doing the stupid things that you and I are doing, right? And then when you do that, you're able to forgive yourself, and then you can forgive others. And then you have peace, like you were talking about. And, and it's only the ego that is like worried about, hey, something's wrong with me. Because the truth is, 
something is wrong with you if you're identifying with the ego because the ego is an illusion that's built from a survival mechanism probably based on early childhood trauma and we are not egos because the soul once you're resonating in the place of spirit repentance is just like brushing your teeth in the morning you're like hey I, I don't know if I did anything wrong but if I did please forgive me it's not that big of a deal dude it's like I probably did something wrong I'm assuming I'm doing something wrong probably right now <laughs> you know what I mean like what but but I'm not coming from an ego perspective if I was that's why the ego is so defensive and so like that's why no one can admit Oh, maybe the maybe the jab what there was something funky with the jab. Maybe I was wrong about that because the ego is based on a structure made of quicksand. Basically, it is an illusion and it knows it's an illusion. Absolutely. You know, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm doing this TV series called Last Evangelist and I play a character. It's like a crime drama, Christian crime drama, but I play a character where churches are locked down because of a virus. Figure that one out. I, and I, I bust underground churches because they're not registering with the government until I hear God's voice. And I'm going, what is this? And I go blind for a short period of time. When I start open my eyes, I start seeing things that I, that most people can't see. I start hearing things, but the whole process is my character being pushed to the point where I say, okay, I've got to repent. I've got to stop doing what I'm doing in order to achieve what it is I believe I have to achieve. And so the reason I brought up this series is I play a character that's a real guy, uh, Joseph. I'm not some churchy, you know, like, oh, I, I accepted Jesus, now I'm walking on water. Life isn't like that. You know, I tell people, if you're not feeling the bumps, if you don't feel the turbulence, chances are God doesn't have his hand on you, you know? Yeah, that sounds really interesting. That sounds right up my alley. I got to check that out. Yeah, you know, yeah. well, I mean, like, look at Paul, look at Paul in the Bible. He was like, why do I keep doing things I don't want to do? <laughs> I mean, he was an apostle, well, right? Like he was one of the heavyweights right. of all time. Didn't he? I'm. Didn't he write Proverbs or something? I mean, like, this guy well i mean even he, he was like dude i can't stop looking at her go you know where i shouldn't look when she walks by i mean he didn't say it in those words but you can read between the lines you yeah. know what i mean it's like dude yeah he's a real guy you know and and we gotta right. get real with god if you do want to check it out you can go to lastevangelist.com and, and check it out but um but we got to get real on this stuff we can't just keep playing religion and i think people's eyes are being open to this um you know, you mentioned yoga, um, and there are many Christians that believe you shouldn't do yoga. And, um, and the only reason I brought it up is because you said it earlier. Uh, I've interviewed many, many guests who say it's not good to do yoga. It, it allows things in and so forth. But here's what I want to say to people, what I believe. You see, God owns everything. But what happens, yep. the dark side hijacks it, Okay. He hijacks like law of attraction. I've got Christians go, David, if you listen to it, law of attraction, I said, wait a minute, hold it. God created law of attraction. The Bible is exactly. about law of attraction. You, just because they released, yeah, just because they released the secret and they talk about Abraham and they talk about, you know, la la land and the universe, whatever, that doesn't negate God. God owns all this stuff. It's just they're putting new, they're taking old stuff and they're putting their stamp on it. So, 
you know, I tell people, look, I don't want to call things yoga because I don't want to give that. Those are names. If you want to stretch, if you want to go in certain positions, do you follow what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm a martial artist. I stretch, I move. I but if you call it yoga, you know, I'm going to go. Well, you call whatever you want. So I don't have a problem with people in positions and moving and stuff like that. What I do have a problem is when people say, "Oh, that's yoga." Well, Mm-mm. you know, that's your definition of something. That's a word. Then who cares? I listen. I'll tell you this. I practice Bikram yoga actually, and that's controversial too because the guy Bikram was uh, supposed to be, you know, whatever. Um, the one of the first me twos. Uh, so. But with yoga, it strengthens my spine a lot. My spine, there's a lot of great spine exercises. And so now when I'm when I'm meditating, which is a form of prayer, um, where I'm just being silent and, and being in God's presence, then my spine is straight. I can sit in full lotus so I, I can support that position of, of connection with God. And I know what what god i'm connecting to and it's not a demonic god it's not like you know an elephant face guy you know or a, whatever you know right. it, it's it's deep and it's amazing and it supports my my pursuit in this direction so i i really and plus physically it's just an amazing practice it's great to have a physical discipline if you have martial arts that's fantastic i boxed yeah. for a long time that that did something similar um it's important uh to to work your body out and to sort of focus it in that direction so that you can be still enough to uh to sort of seek the father as it were anyway let me take a quick break and we'll be right back after these words on tnt tnt's pervoy morich he details factually how russia is rolling out the algorithm ghetto um, you know, the, the, the multipolar edition of the Algorithm Ghetto, a prototype of a traffic light that records traffic violations by a pedestrian at a crossing was tested in Moscow. So Russians now, they'll, they'll have a, the government will take a snapshot of their face and then run that through the databases to figure out who is who and then find them, uh, I suppose. Uh, and then, you know, he, he points out that there are a lot of developments now, Moscow 2030, it's it's uh they want to make uh moscow achieve smart city status uh and there's just you know you look at the white papers moscow and russia are all in on agenda 2030 smart cities algorithm ghetto digital ids pervoy morich on today's news talk tnt affordable housing we can build that sustainable housing we can build that At MIT Modular, we understand the importance of housing for all and the importance of design, cost, and functionality. Our goal is to meet the needs of our growing population by converting shipping containers to livable units. If you're like-minded and in a position to invest in something meaningful and life-changing, we want to hear from you. We are a team of professional architects, engineers, and financial and tax experts dedicated to offering unique solutions that provide a brighter future. Our Opportunity Zone Fund offers investors both real estate and operating business diversification, five-year tax deferral on capital gains, annual tax benefits, and ultimately tax-free appreciation potential. There are Opportunity Zones all over America. 
If you're interested in learning more about our services, need affordable housing, or want to participate in creating a new vision for tomorrow, give us a call in the U.S. on 385-985-5702 or read more at MITModular.com. MIT Modular. We can build that. The human mind is like a computer, no matter how efficient it may be. Its reliability is only as great as the information fed into it. That's a campaign promise. Tell us the truth. Tell us the truth. We mandate that the truth be told. You're hearing it. TNT. Welcome back. We're here with David Hevner from David Hevner Ministries. So, David, you brought up law of attraction, and I had some thoughts about that this week, actually. And um, it's, yeah, like you said, it's biblical. And there's a quote in there that... Uh, the power or the tongue can bring the power of life and death um and there's all kinds of other things about thoughts that i can't uh think of that i'm sure you probably know but here's one thing i wanted you to ask about or i wanted to ask you about and get your comment on was um i think the thing the problem with things like the secret or most people that evangelize about law of attraction is they say mainly just hold something in your mind and feel it like on an emotional level as if it's real and then you will manifest it. it that's the law it will have to manifest the problem is that they never tell you that you'll never be able to do that on a continual basis or with any kind of consistency if you're living a life of darkness and sin and fear and anger you might get on a weak streak where you can do it or a couple weeks but eventually your mind is going to become, you know, a cacophony of madness and noise, and you won't be able to feel and visualize a real amazing future. You have to also do the work again of forgiveness, repentance, and awareness. And then that in conjunction with utilizing your imagination where it's detached from those demonic forces, then all of a sudden you become a powerhouse house of manifestation but they never tell you that part they never tell you the part where you actually have to live a righteous life that's that i think is the problem what do you think yes <clears throat> well absolutely i 100 agree um repentance and forgiveness is the foundation of it if you don't pour the foundation first forget it you're you're off down a very dark road and a lot of these people are down a dark road so first repent and then you're able to forgive so you've kind of cleansed yourself now you're ready to receive and just let me just talk a minute about that you can't say i hope this i hope that you have to say to yourself i am that i am living that in other words we have an imagination i i meditate uh five ten minutes uh, in the morning and i see myself already there uh, joseph you know like like i see myself what I want, I envision it, I live it. Because your body, your subconscious doesn't understand the difference between reality and what the conscience is imagining, okay? Because you have your conscious, your, your subconscious. So if you keep feeding your subconscious these images and these ideas along with feeling, okay, it will actually attract things to you. It's supernatural to mm -hmm. make these things come true. Now, let me go back to 
repent and forget. But let me comment on you, that real quick and then go back. Yeah, okay. You will never sure. be able to say to yourself, I am that or am this of, of some higher reality that is yet to manifest in the material realm. If the night before you were out gallivanting all around, yeah. throwing them back, you then you wake up in the morning hungover and be like, let me do this thing. I am that I am that you won't believe it. <laughs> you no. know what I mean? You'll be like, actually, I'm a pile of crap on the side of the road. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> that's what I mean. And that's, they never well, tell you that part. They just give you the instructions, but they forget all about all the heavy lifting in your life that you actually have to do. Absolutely. Well, see, it starts with cleansing yourself, God cleansing you with forgiveness. And then you know what you really want or what God right. wants you to have, or what your mission exactly. is. See, you don't, most people don't know that. They think they're going after money, success. And matter of fact, that's what this law of attraction sells people. You know, they're, they're selling people on, hey, you can make a lot of money. You can be very successful. You can this, you can that. And all of that is basically just a facade, you know? Um, I believe that when the true law of attraction is the attraction of other people that are like us, that forgive people that have repented, people that are godly. Um, I believe the law of attraction is having wisdom. The Bible talks about the mind of God. The, we have the mind of God. Wouldn't, let me ask you a question. If you had a choice between a billion dollars and having God's mind, which one would you take? That's an easy take answer. God's mind. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But, but you see, they don't talk about this, but we're talking spiritually. Yeah. But I mean, listen, I've had periods of, uh, you know, financial, you know, hey, the casino of life is working and that gets old real quick because it's always dopamine registered. You can look at your portfolio and you love that the number is huge. And every time you Thank look you. at it and the number's going up, you get that little dopamine hit. But eventually that just becomes just like any other like cheap dopamine source and it's and it's emptier and emptier and that's why we have all these billionaires that are going into trying to control and manipulate everybody's life because there's only there's only so much dopamine they can get from looking at their portfolio and how big the number is uh you know with before it becomes as empty as anybody else's after a while the number is meaningless and it just doesn't give them a kick anymore Absolutely. And that's the other thing, too. You see, this dopamine you're talking about, it's like a drug. And it just, you keep wanting more and more and more and more of it. And that's why you see society, Bible talks about people are going to be lovers of themselves. They basically will go insane. And that's what's happening now. If you look at the world, I mean, I don't know about you, but I look and go, these people, they've lost connection with reality. They're actually insane, you know, because they get taken over with evil. So getting back to the law of attraction, what we were originally talking about, is it can really work under the umbrella and the guidance of the Holy Spirit of God. And who exactly. is God? God is three parts, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It's all one God. But when you try to do it under the law of money, a brand new car, you know, a, a good relationship, that's about all you're going to get. But I say law of attraction yeah. is from God, and I, and I and I put my stamp of approval on it. A hundred percent when it's played out like that. Now, I don't know if you saw, but Apple released those big glasses that, uh, I, I forget what they're called, the Apple big, huge computer glasses. 
and and people are like on the subway doing this because there's all these like screens you can have and oh vision pro is what it's called and of course you know the tech nerd in me wants to get one but at the same time i'm trying to get away from my phone i actually don't want technology technology's already too good in a way and i'm not a luddite I, you know I, I i work in music i'm here on radio i like tech i'm on my phone all day long a lot of times writing and and taking in good content but i'm on it too much i'm on it i'm not on it a lot but what do you think to this vision pro thing i mean what we're talking about here is that space of being present now this is an a, a fancier device that's going to take people out of presence and deeper into the rabbit hole of distraction does do you have concern about the vision pro or, and are you going to engage in it <clears throat> Probably not. It's part of artificial intelligence. What it does, it connects you to, to the point where you don't know the difference between you and what you're engaging with. In other words, there's no self-identity. And that's what I think these glasses do. It's one step closer to where you have no more identity. I'm David, and this is what this is. No, they want you to believe you're one. You know, it's a counterfeit of what Jesus said in the garden before he went to the cross. He said, Father, I pray that, that we can all be one just as you and I are one. So I think it's a very bad thing. I think it's getting us closer to technology. You know, see what they want. AI wants us to be so connected to our phone that we, we become our phone. Like, and eventually they're going to try to put our phone inside of us, you know, the chip. And that's why I think what you're doing is smart. And uh, again, going back to Last Evangelist, episode two deals with artificial intelligence, how they're putting the thing called the insertion inside of us, right? And this is what people have to wake up and be aware of. Yeah, I think I want the vision king. And that's what I'm, I'm making the vision king. And the price of the vision king, it's better than the vision pro. It's free. And it's just you look within. That's the vision king. That's even better. <laughs> amen the vision of the kingdom of god within right <laughs> the vision king dude i'm selling it here free there you, you, go. you can just have it uh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, so tell me about your journey so you were you were in hollywood did you see kooky stuff because listen i've been in the music business for a long time i was signed in the mid 90s to peter gabriel's label i was on virgin records i was on universal records uh, i've been on a bunch of big tours i never got approached by any demonic offering really i don't think unless i'm just being naive and i never saw any kind of weird rituals or anything but that's the music business and i was like in the indie music business and under peter gabriel's umbrella that was probably a pretty righteous version of the music business. Uh, but what about you? What's your experience in the big entertainment industry? Well, you know, I've worked with the with guys that have been at the top on their way down and people that are down on the way to the top, you know, stars in one uh, one way or another. And I've run the gamut and it all comes down to personality. If you are looking for darkness, it's going to find you. So to answer your question, it's there if that's what you're looking for. But if you're not looking for it, it's going to leave you alone. It might tap on your door. It might give you a nudge. But 
there's too many people out there that the dark side can go and just apprehend without any effort. So they're not going to waste their time on you or me, you know. So there was a time that I was in the dark side. I played with it, um, with channeling and uh, I never got to the point of SRA, satanic ritual abuse, but I knew people that were in it. I, I knew that world pretty well because I ran in those circles. I just didn't play the game, you know. So it does exist. But you know what? It exists everywhere. It's not just the music industry or the film industry. There's plumbers and carpenters and dentists that are in it. Um, one of the worst places in the world is middle America. Uh, it's, you know, this is my world now. I, 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 I talk about this on my live show I do on Monday night, uh, 7 o'clock uh, uh, p.m. Again, if you don't mind me talking about davidhevener.tv, people can go there and sign up. But this is what I talk about. I talk about SRA. I talk about uh, demonic attacks, program multiples, sleep paralysis, astral projection. And what this is, is just demons selling their goods in various ways uh and and it's 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 so rampant in middle america it's worse here than it is on new york and, and in los angeles uh, because it deals with religion religion is very dark you know when i say religion i don't mean really god i'm talking about religion you know and so it it comes through the spirit of religion and gets into people so it definitely is there i've definitely touched on it i haven't gotten taken down by it but but I've walked on the I've walked on the wild side and on the edge. Why were you motivated to walk on that particular wild side? I, I mean, and and I, what I, did channeling do? Like, were you was it uh, like you wanted to be more successful, or what? What tempted you? Well, <clears throat> it's anger. You know, um, mm. I had a lot of anger growing up because of abuse, and I was trying to work through it, and I didn't really understand it. I'd given my life to God. And I had gone to church and it, you know, there was times, but but I hadn't forgiven myself. Do you follow? I hadn't really oh, yeah. repented and I hadn't forgiven myself. So I had a lot of anger. So when you have a lot of anger, you you just are on the dark side, you know? And plus when you're abused, you're constantly trying to recreate the situation of the abuse through another person, another situation. So you can sometime, somehow think you can fix it this time, you know? And so, I fell into the darkness because I was anger. I, I was dark, right? And so, um, uh, but but because God loves me and God's always there and God has so much grace, he caught me at my most darkest point where I had nowhere to go and he pulled me back out of it. So that that's kind of why I got into it. As far as channeling, um, I'm, I'm, I do not condone it. I think it's very dangerous and it is from the dark side. But I was invited by, the, the, if I mentioned his name, you would know him, very well-known actor, uh, to his house. He's from Cuba. And uh, they sat around, they channeled. There's about 20 of them. And, and I saw spirits coming through each of these people, talk coming out of these people, talking. I didn't channel, but I went there. The reason they do it is for two reasons. One is they want power. A lot of these actors, they want power. The filmmakers, musicians, they want power. They're very hungry for it. Number two is they feel like that this spirit they channel is actually going to guide them and make them more intelligent. And you, you see what I'm saying? And bring things to them. So, and it's all about self, really, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Power 
and it is all about self anyway. So that that's why they did it. I was there because I just I just fell into it. But when I was around it, I said, uh uh-uh, no, 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 no. My spirit wouldn't jive with it. They need the power of love, man. There's no greater power, but your ego can't come along for the ride. I guess that's the rub. And that's what they, they want to like have some power, but they want this guy to keep hanging around with them. They don't want to see him go off into the wilderness. Um, but the power of love yeah. is where it's at, man. Let me take a quick break. We'll be right back after these words on TNT. Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malsberg. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the end of the week. So how about a little dose of Joe Biden at his best to get you through the weekend? Folks, um, uh, I, uh, if I were smart, I'd say thank you and leave. There's asylum, off- asylum officers and over 100 cutting-edge inspe- inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming out of our southwest border. Greedflation, shrinkflation. You see that article about the Snickers bar? Well, it's going to stop. America, we're tired of being played for suckers. We get thousands. Look, we, we, you know, we now have, we used to, before the recession, before the, the pandemic, the beer brewed here, <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's going Cost 10 bucks to make it. 10 bucks to make it. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women on Now, normally, this would be humorous, funny, you know? But this is a man who's president of the United States and looking for four more years on the job. It's frightening. Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Malsberg. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on TNT. pre-diabetes, and it captures one in three adults. You may not even know you have it, but you can escape. Take the one-minute pre-diabetes risk test to know where you stand. With early diagnosis, you can change the outcome and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. Be your own hero on smartphones everywhere at doihaveprediabetes.org. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT, with Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast. So, David, how did you come from Hollywood into starting this ministry um, and becoming an evangelist or someone who evangelizes? I mean, was that like a calling that you heard or explain that journey? Yeah, you know, about seven years ago, God woke me up at three o'clock in the morning and gave me a, a TV series. I wrote um, I wrote six uh, episodes of Last Evangelist literally within about two to three hours, okay? And it was about seven years ago, it was about a virus that came to the world 
they shut churches down. They regulated a religion. And um, I play a cop. And I bust these churches that are go underground until I, until I hear God's voice. And so <clears throat> with the Bible in one hand, a gun in the other, it takes me through these journeys in each episode, dealing with the insertion, which is the vac- vaccine, dealing with AI, dealing with astral projection, even deals with what you and I are talking about. Um, we were talking about earlier, the demonic attacks on people and seeing spiritually. So all I can tell you, Joseph, is I believe God laid it on me because he knew that I was very tired of religion. I'd spent most of my life in the church. The problem is I had no integrity because on Monday through Saturday, I was making movies in Hollywood. And then on Sunday, I would have my Sunday, David, going and playing music and, you know, doing all this stuff in church until one night about uh, nine years ago, seven o'clock in the evening, I was in uh, uh, Houston, Texas. I actually passed out. I think I died. I hit the floor in a bathroom and I stopped breathing. But when I came back up, God brought me back to life. When I came back up, he brought the the uh, the Hollywood David along with the God David, the church David, and I was married together. For the first time, I had integrity. I call it spiritual integrity. That no matter where I went, where I went, I took all of me with me. So if I went to Hollywood, I took God. If I went to if I went to church, I took Hollywood. Well, I made everybody mad, right? And so <laughs> I started losing a lot of friends, which is okay, right? And so I think God kind of prepped me for that. Um, I was used to taking the hits, used to used to getting pushback and stuff, and mostly from religious people, not so much from you know uh, people in Hollywood. And so I think that's why and how I ended up doing what I'm doing now. That's interesting. What happened to make you pass out in the bathroom and die? Were you partying or was there anything involved like that? Or was it just a freak accident? You know, it's funny you ask. And it's funny we've been talking about this. I had so much darkness in my life that I had nowhere to go. And I did. I wasn't willing to repent until the very last second. If I hadn't repented, and I'm gonna tell you something, I really believe I would have died physically. You see what I'm saying? You can deceive God only so long, right? With all this deception of, hey, I'm okay, I can do this, you know, no. God said, I want all of you, I want you to repent. And so the reason I went down is because it was the flesh battling with the spirit. And finally, I remember I gave it all to God. I repented. And I believe that's when he brought me. I started breathing again. You know, a lot of people think, you ever hear stories of people that can't breathe? They have anxiety and they're trying to catch their breath. And, you know, a lot of this stuff is demonic attacks. It's demons attacking people. And they don't want to give up their ego. They want to keep hanging on to it. Now tell people, I said, repent. Let it go. Admit that you got this all this crap. You know, let it flow out of you. But they won't do it. They want to pill or they want to be counseled or they want to, you know what I'm saying? Something other than what you and I have been talking about, which is very simple. Repent, forgive yourself and other people. It's simple, but it's difficult and terrifying if that's what you framed your whole baseline of reality on. It's hard to know that there's something else that exists. And then if you do get to come over to the other side, 
then you just want to tell people like, hey, it's it's really easy. And actually life begins on the other side of that. Uh, but try try getting them to believe it. They usually get real defensive and hate your guts. Like you said, you'd stop getting invited to the Hollywood parties. Tell me about your TV show or YouTube channel. I was watching some of your interviews. Uh, one was a guy who I guess was attacked by uh, uh, like dudes that, for, that his ex-wife brought to his house and tied him up. And you were asking him if he thought it was demonic in nature and his daughter was there. And so you're doing some heavy stuff on that channel how'd you get started with that what was inspiring you to do that well years ago i had people come to me and say david can you help me i'm being attacked you know um even people come saying you know i i love it i i raised off my bed i levitated uh, all of these supernatural things happening and so i felt like there needed to be somebody to be a voice for these people so i've interviewed literally hundreds of satanic ritual abuse victims and people that are programmed multiples and uh, they've experienced these horrific things, a lot of them women. And so I don't know how I got hooked into it, except that's just kind of what my calling is. Um, I, I'm not, so, I mean, you know, I am a therapist because I, I used to be a social worker, but that's got nothing to do with it. I'm just an instrument, I believe, of God to listen to people and then hope God can speak through me some intelligent words to help people, right? And so that's my channel is uh, on YouTube. They can go to Last Evangelist or David Heavener. Um, make sure you go to the one that has about 100,000 subscribers because there's other people out there that have these fake channels. They got like seven subscribers. Or they can go to davidheavener.tv because I get censored a lot on uh, social media. I've gotten taken down so many times. I formed my own platform. And um, I've got most of my videos on there and things you will never see. I have over 20 channels, uh, you know, like the SRA channel, the program multiple channel, the demonic warfare channel, you know, things like that. And they can watch uh, Last Evangelist. That's my new DVD, Last Evangelist. They can watch that too. Nice. Let so me see that cover again. Oh, Let yeah. me see the cover. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, nice. it's episode, episode one. And I got some band <laughs> videos on there. And yeah, that's what I do, Joseph. I've got DVDs out. I've got, um, um, I tell you what, and I'm not promoting this, but I want to tell you this just for your listeners. Eight hours of footage of people that are experts on demonic warfare, on the Antichrist, the one world religion, uh, astral projection, uh, law of attraction. This is what I do. This is my life. And this is how I feel like God's used me to help people. So uh, what that's awesome man. I'm awesome. glad you're doing it and you know, it's it's a crazy world we're in. I mean, I wonder how surprised you are uh, at the turn it's taken in the last few years, probably not very as you sort of predicted some of it in your TV script, but um also what is a program multiple? You've mentioned that a few times and I really don't know what that is. Yeah, in the world of psychology, they have DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder. It's where you, um, you're, you, you have multiple personalities. Um, you, 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 this is created because there's so much trauma usually in your life when you're a youth that you can't stand what you're facing. So you create another personality, your subconscious does. Well, in the world that I'm in, the space I'm in, it's the same thing, except we call it program multiples. It's usually people that 
were intentionally split by somebody with with an agenda. So they'll take a baby, they'll inflict pain, and they will cause that baby to take on other personalities. And some people have up to 100, 150 personalities. I've interviewed them, I know, I've talked to the personalities. So it's called program multiples. They've been programmed for, for a reason, okay? And these program multiples have various personalities and these programmers do it for a reason. Like a lot of the shooters you see that's gone on and shot up schools, stuff like that, Many of them are program multiples. I've did many shows on these shooters, like the Vegas shooter, because at the end of it, if you notice, they'll kill themselves. They'll commit suicide. So that personality arises, and it's been taught that if they ever get caught, they take themselves out. It gets very complicated, Joseph, but I'm kind of giving you a Johnny Thunder tour on it. You know? mm-hmm. Johnny Thunder, the guitarist for the New York <laughs> Dolls, right? That's yeah, but funny. if you want to know more... About it, you I could... just played with his replacement in New York, Steve Conti. Shout out Steve Conti. I, I did a big New York show with a bunch of heavyweights of the New York musical community. And uh, one of the New York dolls was there. Johnny Thunders. Long live Johnny Thunders. Um, awesome. And you're That's a musician great. as well, right? Yeah, I started out in Nashville as a songwriter. I was lucky enough to have some hit records, country records back in the late 70s, early 80s. And I've scored a lot of my stuff and so forth. Uh, but yeah, I love songwriting is my my real love, you know. Do you still do it? I do when I have time. And I tell my wife, I said, yeah, I really want to get back to what I love, you know. Uh, so um, we'll have to get together sometime and do some do some writing about uh, the law of attraction. <laughs> <laughs> the real law of attraction. You got. We could write one called You Gotta Be Righteous if you want to attract what you want but we'll make it better yeah. than that. All right, man. Well, what else is, uh, is, uh, are you thinking about lately? I mean, what, what, what current things in the world have your, uh, attention? I mean, are you happy about the X platform becoming a, a seemingly more free speech platform? I mean, do you, uh, think we're going to have a 2024 presidential election and are you a fan of, uh, X? I guess that's too <laughs> disparate questions but they kind of relate I, I i think x is a lot better off now than it was before let's put it that way For sure yeah i don't know that we're going to have another election um no matter what happens the other side is going to uh, throw a revolution and i told my kids this i said you know and i'm not a doomsday or day or i mean I'm, I'm not you know but what i'm saying is if i'm writing a script and i'm looking at what's going on right now there's no way out of this without some type of civil war without some type of revolution. So if, and I'm gonna call it right and left just for sake of identification. If the right gets in or it looks like they're getting in, the left will will burn down the house. If the left gets in or they're in now, but if they, it looks like they're not leaving, the right's gonna probably burn down the house because they know that they don't have a second chance. If the left stays in any longer, it'll be gone anyway. So think of it as a kamikaze, right? So I tell people, buckle up. I'm, I'm watching the news more now than I ever have, not because I, I, it's sensational. I'm watching it spiritually to see how the spirits are playing out, you know, mm. uh, because that tells me how to maneuver and how, how to, you know, how to move. So I don't know if I answered your question, but there's going to be some very um, odd stuff coming down the road. Expect to lose your freedom. 
multiplied times 20, like, um, you know, like COVID, uh, expect martial law, expect a lot of lockdowns, expect just some crazy, crazy stuff. China is going to play a big part of this. They've got a lot of sleeper cells over here because they've come across the border and they have their hands on uh, uh, on our grid. And they don't like the fact that we don't want them to take over Taiwan. But maybe I'm getting a little bit too deep for you. But um, it, not it, at all, man. We've been I've been on TNT radio for, I don't know, going on two years now. And we've been talking about this stuff for a long time. And it almost okay. makes me. Yeah, no, I've, I've uh, done more serious news programming here, too. I, you know, this is more the fun weekend vibe. But, yeah. you know, I, I sort of also and let me ask you this real quick. Do, like do you think some of this doomsday stuff though is part of the devil's plan because that you know it's sort of despair porn in a way like we're you know it's constantly keeping people agitated and and fear-based and i will admit it you know it does look bleak if you when you look at these situations but haven't people been promising that it's the end of the world for a long time now i mean it maybe it is the end of the world maybe these are the end times but maybe this is just also another challenge towards uh um finding peace even in what what seems like chaos what do you think do you think that it, it is what what it seems and it's all about to go haywire or are we just being um led into despair to keep us weak well think of it this way if you're in a plane and there's a lot of turbulence and the plane starts going down, you can choose to go, okay, I'm going to die. I'm fearful. Oh my goodness. You know, give me a bottle of, you know, Jack Daniels. Or you can say, you know what? Um, I believe if God's behind this, this plane is going to level out and I'm good with this. You, you know what I'm saying? So you can right. develop a mindset of God that, no one's going to take me down because I have God on my side. Or you can be afraid. And you know what? You don't have to have doomsday. People have been living doomsday in their life since the day they were born. They, they, they are their own doomsday. You know what I'm saying? So we don't. We <laughs> you don't are to, your own yeah. doomsday. You are your There's own the, doomsday. There's the hit right there, dude. You just wrote it. There you go. There you go. Um, so I do. I think we're in the end times. Yes, but end times is not doomsday. End times is the times in Jesus. Jesus talked about Matthew 24. It's not a bad thing. It's just a sign, just like the weather, you know? So people go, well, you talk about end times. That's, well, that's not doomsday. That just happens to be the end of this cycle that we're going through, right? There will be a beautiful heaven, a beautiful earth. There will be beautiful things that will happen. But there has to be a pruning, you know, it just you see what I'm saying? You have to exercise, you know, to bulk your muscles. You can't just, you know, flip a button, microwave and get everything you want, you know. And so that's kind of where I am now, uh, Joseph. And, I've, you know, I've written books. Yeah. I got two new books that I've written about Hollywood, the story of my life, things you and I were talking about. And a book about true power, how to use your true power in these last days. In other words, don't sit there and start thinking negative. Know that you got the power, you know, you can do it. You got the power. And I heard Elon Musk has a button on his new brain chip where you just press it and all of a sudden you, you're jacked. You got a six pack. You don't have to do anything. Anyway, David, thank you for coming on the show. It's been a blast. Tell everyone where to find you real quick. You got 30 seconds. 
Okay, davidhevener.tv, go sign up right now, lastevangelist.com, go check it out. You can uh, go to davidhevener.tv forward slash order, get my two books. There you go. And uh, I love you guys, appreciate it. 844-806-0006, God bless. God bless, David. Thanks for coming on, man. I hope you come on again and play a tune for us. We'll be right back, everybody, right after these words on TNT. TNT. 